Welcome to the Hammer and Tusk Weekly Podcast. We're thrilled you decided to join us once again. Her name is Ren. And his name is Mac. And we're excited to talk about all the VR things with you. We're jumping right in. First story of this issue, which you can sign up for at hammerandtusk.com, is the rise of VR and what it means for B2B marketers. Is anybody having any success with this? Is it working? It seems like it is. The views that you get on 360 YouTube videos blow regular views out of the water. We'll actually be doing a blog post about it coming up, so if that's something that's of interest to you, keep an eye on our blog. So these ones are, this article is giving you some examples of people who've done it really well. So for instance, Red Bull did one where you get to go on an expedition to an active volcano. So that's something that people want to see anyway, right? Yeah. Like, I want to go check out yeah. a volcano. And then, you know, oh, by the way, Red Bull. So that seems to be one of the best ways to do it is give people something that's really, they're really interested in or is genuinely exciting and fun anyway. Red Bull's always got to be weird with their marketing. Yeah. Um, next up, the future of feminist porn. VR made by women for women. So, you know, once again, the holy grail of porn has always been how do you get women to watch it? How do you find porn that's interesting to women? And one of the things that you hear talked about a lot is the male gaze versus the female gaze. We talk about it in regular television as well. You hear, like, Game of Thrones has a male uh, gaze and it's problematic. So they're trying to combat that by giving you kind of... It's not quite choose-your-own-adventure porn, but it lets you the viewer choose which angle they want to be watching it from. Mm -hmm. And the idea is you could create one film that would appeal to both men and women because they could choose to sort of inhabit different parts of the movie. If you have never seen the three-minute complex video on YouTube of people watching VR porn for the first time, do it. It's crazy. And it's amazing because on the one hand, it's hilarious. It really is. But two, it does a very good job of proving how strange empathy in VR is. Mm -hmm. Men and women are both kind of into it, or at least not totally against it, when they are in the men's perspective. In this video, you go to the women's perspective, and suddenly everybody's like, whoa. <laughs> Very interesting. Very much, yeah. Snapchat Bluetooth move, another sign of augmented reality preparation. We know that Snapchat has sort of led the world in AR adoption through mm -hmm. their crazy filters that my kids love so much. Lots of rumors that they're going to get into a hardware device of some sort. Yeah, and this seems to be confirming those rumors. So they've joined the Bluetooth Special Interest Group, and they've joined it as an adopter, which means that it gives them the right to build products using Bluetooth. So there's no reason for them to do that if they're not going to build products using Bluetooth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty straightforward. <laughs> Relatively rational. <laughs> These devs are making awesome voice-activated magic spells for the HoloLens. God bless them. I need to try this today. <laughs> this is probably showing a little bit of my bias. Unfortunately, you can't try it. Oh. It was a contest, and they gave it a prize for the best one, but it doesn't look like they're available for the public to download yet. Hopefully. Microsoft. Right? Terrible. Yeah. Watch a real robotic arm controlled with virtual reality. So this is cool because you think of it, like a part of me was like, well, why aren't they doing this in AR? Why aren't they doing it in VR? But they did it using the HTC Vive. So using a Vive, you can control a robotic arm. Huh. And that's kind of cool. And you can pre-program it. So basically it maps your motions, what you do with the Vive controller, and then the robotic arm does the same thing. So if you yeah. scratch your head and then, you know, fake a yawn, 
the robotic arm will scratch and then pick it going. <laughs> kind of cute. Uh, and then this one's cool. The article of the week is the... Actually, before we do the article of the week, let's do our quick links. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty comes to VR with PS4. I'm not saying anything else about this. Call of Duty's boring. Get over it, you gamer nerds. We're <laughs> done. Moving on. Next, The Nostalgist, a movie about AR, wins awards. It's a 17-minute film. You can watch the whole thing online if you want to. It's called The Nostalgist. Check it out. Metal Gear creator Hideo Kojima joins Prologue Immersive. So they are a VR creation company. So he's bringing his expertise to VR. And his expertise is real for all the shit I just talked about Call of Duty players. <laughs> if you're a Metal Gear player, I have deep respect for your love and your fandom. And I understand exactly how significant Kojima has been to so many of us. Now, back to the article of the week. Is this film the first true live-action VR? So we've been talking a lot about this whole light field volume capture stuff and how excited we are about it. So Lytro is a company in California, and they make the cameras that make this possible. So they're actually not a production studio, but in order to showcase the technology and get other production studios excited about it, they have made a 3D film. Or um, 3D, 360. The whole thing. VR movie. Uh, And do you think we can see that online today? I was trying to find it and was having great difficulty, but it looks like the site has been updated since I had all that difficulty. It was originally a call of action saying, help me figure out how to watch this movie. (laughs) But I think I figured it out now. So yes, hopefully later today we can watch it and we'll let you know what we think. Awesome. Um, Thank you for checking us out. We'll be back next week. Sign up at hammerandtest.com. Tell all your friends. Be cool. Bye-bye. See you next time.